Welcome back. How you doing? Are you good? Yep. That's good. That's good. Trying not to be sick. Trying not to be sick. What's wrong? Oh, you're you're a different toilet. I am. <clears throat> I still got a little cough though. I got my yeah. tea here. Almost done with it. All right. Not bad. Loaded up with honey. Made natural uh, healer. Big. I, I like tea with honey. Big natural on that. Sweetener. Very true. Yeah. Big fan. Of, big fan of tea with honey though. Yeah. Big fan. Why not? Not 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 a tea and honey guy. I am. Yeah. I know you're a big seltzer guy. Yeah. Depends though. Yeah. I don't drink any any seltzer. No, no, no. We got we got you a sponsorship. Shout oh, out yeah. to House. Uh, that'll, that'll come one day. Oh but, yeah, uh, we gotta get that. We gotta make that happen. Another thing coming one day is uh all of us back together in person again. Yeah. That'll happen uh, one day. I can't wait, man. But uh it's gonna be electric. Hopefully after we uh we get back together in person there will be a new jumbotron and screens dude at city field yeah biggest biggest news of the past week outside of like the no, manager hires no. biggest news well with the jumbotron itself like the center field one biggest news dude all i can say is the memes of those Absolutely fantastic. Twitter stays undefeated. Twitter stays defeated. Yeah. Twitter sucks. I don't know. I I, I think I like Twitter. I like how it can it can get kind of nuts during a time like this. But at the same time, it's it's a chaotic cesspool. I hate it. Usually the worst social media. You know, you never go on it. Hell no. Unless I send you some funny shit. That's like I send you high quality tweets though. Most of the time, there's some good ones, yeah. Yeah, like my boy Pat today mm-hmm. tweeting at a take a pitch. Yeah. By the way, yeah, tweet tweet at take a picture your Hall of Fame ballots. Mm-hmm. We have 20 ballots so far. I think our record is 48, right? We had two years Get ago. Shit out of me. Maybe like 45 or 48 ballots at one point. So we want to beat the record. Uh, we do a fan vote. We find out who gets uh, into the Hall of Fame, or at least who you think should get into the Hall of Fame. And right now, I will say this, though. Barry Bonds is trending towards a Hall of Fame induction for the fans. Uh, as is Andrew Jones. And Billy Wagner's getting a lot of love. Hmm. Which we like to see. Very interesting. The one guy who's getting a lot of love that I know you and I kind of were like, what the fuck? Jimmy Rollins getting a lot of love to these fan ballots. I'm not too surprised, though. Nah, that MVP year definitely helped him. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the tweet from my friend Pat was, typically I'd say MLB Hall of Fame vote should be taken seriously and should have careful considerations who should get in. 
but I don't have a Hall of Fame vote, so I'll vote however the fuck I want. <laughs> Reasonable. And he goes into his picks. I love Pat. Um, he would have a field day with the Jumbotron stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. He, it, yeah, he would have a field day with that stuff. It's going to be what? See if it's going to be the most technologically advanced ballpark in baseball? Is what the what Samsung said? Yeah, something like that. Um, With uh, four four thousand four four thousand square foot screen and seventeen hundred solo screen, something like that. Not necessarily like four K, some yeah, four K, of course, four K and everything. And I actually saw this TikTok earlier of this guy. He has a drive-in movie theater, and like he has it in his backyard, kind of thing. I'm not sure. I just know he owns it. And he said, uh, it was a video. It was like, these things come off with suction cups. So they're cool. They're like these panels, right? Mm -hmm. And they have a bunch of like little white dots on them. They're black. And like each box is like, you know, like, you know, size of like, it looked like a, maybe a nickel. And uh, he was like, the, the Mets stadium is getting this screen and then he showed it and he showed how it worked it was pretty cool yeah so they're partnering or city field is partnering with samsung to create the most advanced ballpark in the big leagues according to the, the press release uh unrivaled game day experience more 4,000 square feet of direct view led screens and 1300 eye-catching 4k displays according to the Mets facebook post mm-hmm. now <clears throat> i know i sent you the pictures of it and it's kind of insane what they're doing i mean they're, they're killing the m&m uh little porch there mm-hmm. uh which kind of it's whatever fine with that don't care yeah. as it's, long as goya stays that's all i care about in the corner no center field oh yeah well unless it might be on the new scoreboard who knows that's what i'm saying it better be the new massive scoreboard according to the uh yep. Images. They're pretty much killing the second <laughs> scoreboard next to the Pepsi, uh, the Coke Corner, sorry. And building it all the way across so you can see it from goddamn New Jersey. I was going to say whatever. Jupiter, but that works too. Same thing. Um, and then video screens across the, the around the stadium, really. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit overkill. Why? I just, there's no need for it, really. Why is there no need for it? Uh, I I don't I just don't see a need for that much video board. See, yeah, but you're a guy. You like to sit in the outfield, right? I like the outfield. I like upper tank behind home plate, which is where uh, my season tickets are this year. Yeah, but you like you like the outfield. Now, it, yeah. from from the outfield seats, though, you can't see. It's choose pick and choose. You're it's one or the other. Even down the lines, it's one right. or the other. That sucks. It does. That's annoying. Yeah. I'm talking about the strips, though. Why is that I'm overkill? About the, What's the difference? The big video board in, in... They already have that in, pretty much. It's just there's a spaces in between. it, And they're adding it yeah. between each level. Why, why is that overkill? I, I just think it's a lot. Why? I don't know. Just one of those gut feelings. Just kind of think it's a lot, kind of thing. 
gut That's feeling. Where do you think it's demonic? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not big on technology these days, honestly. I I think I think it's I I like it. I think it's it'll cool. look cool though. It will look cool. It will give everybody a chance to see what's it's happening. Just, it's digitized ad space, is what it is. That too gives you more ad space, and that's all it is in my eyes. If it uh, makes Stevie more money to uh, then spend appropriately, then I'll take it. Yeah, don't care. But I think it's also a way to <laughs> add to the experience of the game. Yeah, and especially with uh, I think sports betting coming to New York, uh, I, th- I think that's a huge reason why it happened now. Why? Um, what sports? Well, I'm saying with that. Oh, what is? What do you mean? What does that have to do with it? If you're at the ballpark, you don't want to keep tabs on everything else going on. If you have bets, sports betting is going to become legal in New York, but it's an in-person thing. So Stevie's going to open up a casino somewhere nearby. People are going to place their bets pregame, head to the ballpark, and they want to keep tabs on it. So that's where all the 1,300 uh, TVs come into play. So you think they're going to be giving live updates of other games on those? I think I think it's it's possible in some sections. Okay. If you think, if you don't think for a second that there's something to do with sports betting behind all this, you're nuts. What does sports I, betting I, have to do with Stevie, though? How does that help him? Bro, if he opens up a casino? Yeah, if he opens up a casino. But everyone, yeah. the, the default with that is everyone has one of these. It's going to be in-person only in New York. What? For sports betting. I know, but if you go to the casino prior, what is the, what do the screens have to do with sports betting? Is what I'm saying. So you keep tabs on games and all leagues stuff like that. But I'm saying that you have one of these. Why do you need the screens around if you have your phone to check on it? Some people like watching their bets. That's all it is. And what do you want to watch it on your phone then, instead of having to find I mean, a screen listen- for it? I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just finding the fault. Advocate. I'm finding the fault in this. <laughs> but uh, listen, no one wants to. Ki- People don't want to kill their battery. There you go. People don't want to kill their phone battery at the ballpark. Sure. Okay. I'll give you that. I, I'm big on that. I, I always I'll let you win charger. that one. I know. I always, uh, yeah, I always have portable charger. Big, big portable charger guy. Oh yeah, big portable charger guy. You always have been. Listen, my phone's batteries have always been shit. Oh, you had a fucking. How long did you have that fucking Samsung? That little blueberry thing. Was it uh, not Samsung? The Droid or whatever it was. What was it? Well, so I had that little BlackBerry looking blue phone. Yeah, yeah, I had that for like three years. Oh, that's it. Two, three years. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. My phones don't last long. That smartphone. That little smartphone. The one that had the keyboard, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like two, three years. Oh, so you had it longer than that. No, I got my I got my first iPhone in 2016, end of 2015, maybe. So you got the little blueberry in 2013 or 14? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What did you have before that? Oh no, I got the blueberry earlier than that. So you had it longer than that? No, because I got a I had a different phone. I had a different Samsung in between. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I had that. For I, like a year I just remember years. that. I just remember that. Little oh, the little blueberry thing. thing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude. I think it was clutch. <laughs> Still I love it. it. 
it's gotta be some yeah it's gotta be somewhere you i guess it's somewhere you gotta reactivate it uh, i definitely have it somewhere uh, it definitely doesn't work though no nah, no chance no it's dead as shit but uh, uh i i think that the uh i think this the screens are cool overall now i want to see if i can find a picture of the blueberry oh god all right so while you're doing that we'll, we'll move into uh different news regarding the Mets and that is uh the Mets have hired Buck Showalter uh their yeah. Yeah, 29th was... manager in history I believe Jesus Christ really? um yeah well we went through like five in the past two years so that's that's um true. I mean the A's hired their 19th the A's well I mean you that's really not surprising. LaRusso was there for a long time. Melvin was there for a long time. Uh, Connie Mack was there for 79 years. So I think you're lowballing in there, bud. <laughs> that motherfucker died there, too. <laughs> oh, you're like right. I should have died as an A. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's really not all that surprising to me. The, uh, the A's get a guy and they hold him for a long time. Yeah, because they can't afford to cycle through. I mean, not afford. I mean, you're still paying the guy. They probably paid Bob Melvin more than any of their players. Probably. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't really know much about uh, Mark Kotze as a coach, manager. I know he used this. This was his first year as a third base coach, right? Yeah, but, but he was the bench coach prior. And then, yeah. And uh, I didn't know he was a bench coach. Yeah, he was a bench coach at one point. He got demoted then, essentially. Uh, No, I kind of think that they're all, anybody that's under the manager is pretty much equal. Okay. Like, I mean, they, they all serve the same purpose pretty much. The only difference for a bench coach is he's the fun manager who only goes in when the when the manager gets ejected. Right. So the uh, yeah. Um, All right. But I mean, uh, I, listen, I, I've heard good things about Mark Kotze. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be like making his rounds, and I think oh no, it's different. Different. I saw something totally different. Never mind. Um, but he was supposed to be a hot name. That the A's are trying to keep under their control, which obviously they're able to hire him. Um, but yeah, apparently hit uh, between him, Joe Espada, and uh, the guy from the race, Matt Quattraro. Uh, I think his name is Quattraro. Quattraro, yeah. something like that. Yeah, those three guys. I should be like the next big first time managers. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh they also were uh for the Mets. Yeah. Finalists. So I, I think the Mets made the right call. How do you feel about yeah. uh Show Walter? We're at a time with the Mets where you have to listen, you hired three first time managers at the last after the drop after Terry Collins. Oh, you're including Beltron. Go on. Yeah, yeah, because they hired him, right? Yeah. Three first-time managers. You're right. In, in the word hiring, you're correct. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, did he hire? Did he manage him? No, fuck no. Should he have? Yes. Will he eventually? I believe so, uh, because apparently Showalter is a big fan of the idea of having Beltron on his staff. So Steve as Cohen. is Billy Epler and Steve Cohen. Yep, they're all yeah. Yeah, so Beltron on the staff, I think would be fucking amazing. Do you think that that um, will happen for just a little little side? Well, that's different. Uh, Do you think that Beltron will be become a Mets coach? I think so. What kind of coach? Hitting that's difficult because first base, third base, bench coach. I don't. I don't see him as a base coach. No. I don't see him being out there first or third base. I see him more as maybe just a hitting coach for right now. <laughs> okay. Um, kind of like an Eric Chavez kind of thing. Okay. Because remember, don't forget, Chavez was uh, in the running for the Angels job in 2018. That went to, or 2015. Yeah. I think he uh, interviewed that went to for. He interviewed for quite a few managerial positions, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe he... And I think he was a finalist for a couple, too. Yeah, I believe he interviewed for the Yankees job, too. I, I think may so. be wrong, but I think he did. I think I remember hearing that. Um, I think so, but he's now the assistant coach there. Macca, confirm that for us, please. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, Eric Chavez is... Uh, you know, obviously a fantastic guy to have. I, I see what you're saying. I, I personally, I think that Beltron is, uh, I mean, he's already hired for a manager position. Why not just throw him as a bench coach, right? And have him learn under Buck, basically, learn the ropes. Right. Be that guy for a few years, and then he could be the predecessor to Buck. Buck is yeah, on a three-year I, deal. I really don't see... A problem with it. By the way, Eric Chavez uh, became an interim manager of the AAA Salt Lake Bees at age forty. Salt Lake Bees is Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He How was he was he on my radar. That was twenty eighteen. So he's forty and eighteen. Okay, three years, forty three. Yeah. Um, but back to Buck. I think mm-hmm. I think it's a great hire for the Mets because they they needed someone who could navigate personalities who can navigate New York as he's done before Mm -hmm. and who knows that really winning is the only thing. Buck said it himself in his introductory press conference expectations here to be the last team standing. Yeah. This This is by far the highest expectations he's had coming into a new gig. Oh yeah. By far. Uh you you could argue the Yankees as well though because he he, they, they, he took over a, a 76 win team yeah but the Yankees they also hadn't made the playoffs in like 15 years at that point so right so, right their their goal was to just return to the playoffs at that point yeah this is this this goal isn't return to the playoffs this goal is win the damn thing well yeah i mean There's every too goal too much talent every goal is always to win the world they're, yeah Series, they're going to say but, that but let's be real here Let's be real here. I know what you're saying. I'll let you Stop go. Stop playing devil's advocate. I'm not dick. being devil's advocate. I'm just telling you. Um, <laughs> I'm giving you my opinion. Fucking. Dick. That's what this is. It's open <laughs> forum. <laughs> go on. I'll drink my water. But yeah, no, it's a it's a great hire because Buck is a guy who's gonna 
really take the reins and run with it. Um, from everything I was reading and hearing, he's also a guy that likes to know what's going on at the minor league level. And and he's got this knack for building a winning culture, apparently, is what the, the biggest thing was for him. And that's exactly what the Mets need. Someone who has built the culture before, who has changed the culture while getting results. I mean, which Palace said what? You know, Buck was really the reason he stayed in line, right? Hmm? So Machado's Buck was really the reason Machado oh, yeah, was yeah. kind of like in line. Yeah. I think, especially with after the raccoon incident, the Mets need that. The Mets definitely need something like that. Or the raccoon, sorry. Yeah. Um bless up rat god. Anyway, it's uh yeah. I think it's a great hire. It's it's a, it was a slam dunk. He was the favorite from day one. Now, granted, would I would I have minded Joe Espada or the or Matt Quattara Quattara whatever his name is? No, because they've been very well regarded. But then again, so is Mickey Calloway. So is Rojas. Give me the old timer. Fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. The perfect fit. I agree. I think he is a perfect fit. I think that the Mets, after countless tries, is how it seems, of the first-year manager and the buddy, nice guy, you're friends with manager. The, the real work. player's manager kind yeah, of the, thing. Yeah. yeah, the player's manager doesn't work. It's over. Get it out. Goodbye. I mean, the other thing with those guys, too, is that they were really puppets. Well, yeah, and, you know, obviously Showalter is going to be to an extent, too. That's how every team operates now. Yeah. But, but Showalter's going to tell tell you to fuck off. Well. And trust know, his baseball instincts that he's had. Because he's been in the game for how long? A long time. Fucking forever, yeah. Managing since 90. 91. Oh, I thought it was 92. But uh, yeah, maybe. Um, but it, you know, it it's over. That that that's over. We need, you know, the Mets need a guy who's going to be putting them in check, keeping them in check. Not only that, the difference is, and you you see the contrast from the Terry Collins days and how the guys, you know, acted and performed then, and then the Mickey Callaway and Rojas. Those guys, maybe they were nice. Maybe they, you know, players, manager, they got along with them well. They were not lit. The Mets now have Buck Walter, who is a leader. He's a leader. And that is what they need. They need somebody who is going to lead them in the right direction. They don't need oh, someone yeah. who they're going to be friends with. That's not what a manager is for. As much as they wanted to make it be that, for whatever fucking reason, that's not I personally I never liked that. I wanted a leader. My, you know, my coach that I had for fucking 10 years was a leader. He was, you know, yeah. Morris, big time leader. Yeah, oh, there there's so, these people who should have a knack for for leadership. Yeah. Like and that's what the Mets were craving and desperately needing. 
these guys, these guys are the guys that would lead, you know, a true troops in men war. to war. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, that's Buck Walter. I mean, let's put, let's just break it down simply with a thumbs down incident that wouldn't have happened with Terry Collins. That wouldn't happen with Buck Showalter. It would happen, but would it keep going? No. I think it would have definitely been done with real quick. Yeah, no, I like that's what I mean. It would have happened real like once or quick. once or twice, and then I would have been it. Yeah. But uh but like the raccoon, like you said, the rat you know, the raccoon incident where uh Francisco punched Jeff in the face, which yeah. we never reported on. That came out. Yeah. Um, Francisco Lindor punched Just Jeff McNeil. Oh, Jeff was Jeff it in McNeil, the face yeah. or was it, it was the throat or something, right? Above the shoulders, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, I, I think I remember seeing it was the throat, but whatever it was, he punched Jeff McNeil, and that's what the whole problem was. And uh, it was fire we saw from Lindor all year. That, that's how my series, man. That's um, true, that's true. But, uh, yeah, that's that's not <laughs> happening. That's not happening with, with, a, with a guy like Buck Showalter. It's not. It's a different... Rojas had no clue. It's a Buck different energy. Exactly what's going on in the clubhouse. It's a different energy. It's a completely different energy. Everybody is going to be completely different. You like Terry Collins was fucking five six, dude. No, oh, dude <laughs> no, was five foot nothing. Yeah, nobody was fucking with that man. Oh God, he, I love Terry Collins. One of the scariest motherfuckers. He is a badass, and he's a leader. I mean, the ass of Jackpot videos all it says it all. <laughs> exactly, he will fight for his fucking guys, and it's very different. And like, so will Buck. But it is different. It is a different energy, and that is exactly what the Mets need. I think that's – who do you – actually, here's a good question. Who do you what think you is going to benefit off of Buck Walter the most? I have my Dom, answer. Dom Smith. Ooh, that's a good one. Dom Smith. Why? Dom has been thrown all over the, the field under these, these first-year guys. Mm-hmm. Buck's going to – and for, first of all, from everything I've heard, Buck is a fantastic talent evaluator too. But by the way, also, yes, he is. But uh, you have to remember, Buck has spent most of his managerial managerial career in the American, the American League, League, and now he's going to be DH. So, go on. So I think he'll have to really take a look at Dom in spring training and say, "Hey, this is where you're going to belong." Having the DH come over most likely is going to be a huge help to not just Buck but the Mets. This is what mm-hmm. we talked about at length. I think Dom is going to thrive because he's going to have a guy leading him as opposed to saying, yeah, we're going to throw you in the left field because we need you there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to focus now on one or two things, whether it's hitting or learning a brand new position and being that the fielder, you know? And I, I think, I think Dom is going to benefit immensely. I think we'll see a more inspired play out of Dom too, because, Last year really wasn't – we didn't see it from him. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the 2019 on the walk-off. Had a hot, red-hot 2020, which is, you know, a small sample size. It is, but he, he was great. And then he crashed down to earth like a goddamn meteor last year. Yep. I think not just the way Buck is, but the fact that there's a new leader in town will do wonders for Dom. Okay. Who do you got? Johanzo. Interesting. Why? That, dude, I, it's just something about Pete. Like, 
you know, like next, like, le- it's gonna go next level kind of thing. Yeah, I think it will be. I think that that's the kind of guy that Pete is. You know, he seems, you know, he seems very uh, no, you know, like like he wants to be disciplined. He doesn't want to be like you know. Oh, Lucy, Lucy. Yeah, like you know, however the fuck it was, but I think that he will strive off of a manager like Buckshow Walter, because just the way that he comes off, you know, with his psycho head nod, you know, head bopping. He's a fucking psychopath. (laughs) Yeah, you just you know you're done. Like I can't even I can't even uh, take that joke without giving the credit where it's due. That at at Chris Macca um but uh do that like seriously though you know he uh i i think that he is the prototypical manager for the type of player that pete is you know what i'm saying yeah you know pizza obviously already great he's very good and proved that he's you know not a not a one-hit wonder last year he proved that and uh i think i think that we will see uh some big, uh, big improvements from Pete through, uh, through show Walter and, uh, yeah, the pitching side too. We're going to see some improvements with between Lugo and may. Okay. Why? I, I think. Cause you gotta remember, first of all, Rojas didn't know how to manage bullpen. Mm-hmm. Callaway was shuffling his pitchers left and right. Lugo is hurt for a lot of his tenure there for a chunk of Callaway's tenure. I think this is going to be a year that Lugo kind of breaks out as, I mean, great. I, I can't say breaks out because he was really one of the best relievers in baseball yeah. when he's healthy. He just had a down year this year. Yeah. His down year I was think so he's going to bounce back. Not necessarily an Aaron loop type year, but we're he's going to have a year where we're going to be like, holy shit. This, this guy is, is ours. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, the more disciplined aspect of it, as opposed to the whole, well, maybe we'll get him up for two innings. Maybe, maybe we'll have him up for an out, you know, stuff like this and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Buck said he'll embrace analytics. Analytics say that Seth Lugo is better in the latter half, latter end of the game, the latter two innings of the game. Use him there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, with I don't. the uncertainty surrounding the bullpen. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you mean by uncertainty? Familiar is a free agent. Patance is a free agent. Now, granted, Patance doesn't do much. Loop's gone. Patance is uh, in all of two games. I Again. <laughs> Still. Loop is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diaz. Maybe, you know, maybe Diaz will have benefit too, I think. I like that. I think I think that's another guy that needs a good discipline. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll definitely. I think Frankie Lindor could uh, benefit pretty greatly off him too. Going from Tito to then Rojas, not performing under Rojas. Not at all. And now back under a veteran manager. I, I think not only the change of scenery combined with Rojas, I think that contributed to a big part of Lindor's issues last year. Yeah, I mean that was all of his issues. I think now he's now now he's all all married up and everything too. 
another thing, I think having Beltron there would be huge, huge. for Lindor. It's huge. Yeah, and, and what's going to come with this coaching staff is going to be very interesting because Hefner's yep. the only holdover. Yep. I think you got to bring back the Vulture. I think you got to bring back the Vulture. That's just me. Where? <laughs> Bullpen coach. Fuck it. How old is he now? 94? Oh, God. Who cares? Bring him back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I 84. Mean, yep. 84. Uh, interesting to say the least. But uh, there's we'll, the biggest thing is that there's so many questions still to be answered. Mm-hmm. Not just about the, 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 you know, not just about Buck and the coaching staff, but the makeup of the roster. Well, yeah. I mean, with everything going on, there's still so many questions left unanswered. They only had about 30 days to, not even 30 yeah. days to. Uh, and the Mets still made a big splash. So, I mean, they, there's a very high possibility of a shortened spring training, you know, so. That's uh, that'll also be interesting. Yeah, yeah, we we'll see it with uh, the World Baseball class here. We saw off with some of these guys getting hurt, hmm? getting when you have a shortened spring training. These guys go from you know three straight years of the the process and building up to the World Baseball Classic years, jumping right into game time. Now this year, shortened spring training, jumping right into full game, full speed games. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. This lockout's not ending um, anytime soon, though. Nah, nah. When do you think it will end? You know, I was about to ask you the same damn thing. Uh, I was thinking February thirteenth, the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl Sunday. February. No, that's no, uh, it's yeah, okay. it's Super Bowl Sunday. Is it? Yep. Right, so I'm gonna go February 16th. Oh, okay. I was gonna I was gonna say the 14th, regardless. But uh, nice little Valentine's Day kind of thing. Yeah. But we're close. That'd be nice. We're we're close. We're close in our guesses. Yeah. yeah. Um, Listen, we, we all know this is not. But who knows? It it might it might go into March for all we know. We oh, have we have no not. fucking information on it either. Which no, there's none. Which sucks. Other than the fact that they're not gonna discuss the key issues until mid-January. Yeah, like it, it's it's it sucks, but uh, I I don't think that the season itself will be in any sort of jeopardy. Do you? I'm not taking. I'm not even touching that with a ten foot pole. I really hope not, but I'm not guaranteed. What do you I'm think? I'm not hopeful. What do you th- you, you you don't you think it will? You think I'm it will be in jeopardy? I'm fi- I'm fifty. No, if you had to put a bet. I will, I, I'd say no, but it's not a. Uh, I'm not optimistic about that. No. Okay. So you think that it will go another four months? Who knows? I mean, do we even know the key issues other than service time? Uh, we talked about it in the last episode that you didn't watch, apparently. No, but I'm saying like. Is it all just hearsay? Because, I mean, I, what what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Maka and I and Mike, um, is uh, we talked about what each side had proposed. I mean, does it? The question is, does it really answer any of the many questions? Is there a middle ground? 
That's the biggest thing. Well, is there a possible middle ground? Because it, these guys are supposedly so far off that they're not even talking about the key issues. You know? Yeah. That the, the, how, how long is it going to take? The moral of the story when it comes to the lockdown, and I said this in the previous episode, it comes down to that both sides want to compete. Both sides want better competition. Right. But the owners don't want to spend more, and the players want to make more. That's those are the that's the really the biggest thing of it. What is this? Is that what you were just fucking Googling? Jesus. Yeah. It's been, <sighs> been too long. It's been too been. fucking long. But uh by the time yeah. this drops, it'll be 50. 50 days since our last baseball game. Too long. Some screaming outside my house. The fuck's going on? They're yelling about baseball. I wish. Um, but that that's really the moral of the story when it comes down to when it comes to the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, I hope that fucking lockdown. That's the other thing. Let me ask you this. Now that with everything going on these days, do you think now they're gonna add like COVID protocols to the CBA? No, for what? I don't know. With everything you know, these other leagues getting decimated by this thing. Do you think that they'll be able to put in some sort of protocols? No. Within the CBA? Nope. Or are they just going to wing it? I know most of it's outdoors, but... No reason to. Okay. Alright. Anyway. As we mentioned earlier, the Hall of Fame ballot came out. Mm-hmm. By the way, we really don't have much of Mark Kotze. Well, we're seeing yeah, the best I, though at in, in Oakland, though. Yeah, my because... my knowledge on Mark Kotze uh, derives strictly to uh, baseball video games, uh, MLB yeah. oh, the Show, man. and uh, MVP baseball and all that. So I remember pulling his card from a pack in like '07 <laughs> and be like, "Oh, okay, great." I'm Actually, you know what? Card. I think I have a Mark Kotze card too. I definitely do somewhere. I'm like, I, my my reaction is definitely something along the lines of, oh, Mark Kotze. Shut the fuck cool. up. Okay, fine. Not you, this fucking moron outside my house somewhere. Uh, about a fucking Second Amendment. I can talk on the, uh, about the, the Hall of Fame ballot while you uh, Second take, Amendment. Care of, take care of what you got to do. Second Amendment. Um, Second Amendment. Oh, big fan, big fan. This fucking kid. So, uh... No, let's let's we'll cut it down to just one. Okay, all right. I mean, the big one I think we should kind of talk about is is Alex Rodriguez. Okay, I think I think he's the biggest name on this list that isn't named Bonds or Clemens when it comes to steroids. Yeah, in the Hall of Fame, and this guy again, you, you talk about a guy who. Is there a fly in my room? Or am I just going crazy? It might be the uh, idiots outside my house. Can you hear them? Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Can you hear them, though? No. Nah. Okay, good. Um, um, 
but yeah, 696 home runs is certainly no small feat, mm-hmm. to say the least. Mm-hmm. Was suspended for over a year. Yep. But the dude had had all the talent in the world. Yeah, you know, three-time MVP, fourteen-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glover at shortstop, ten-time Silver Slugger. He's a batting champ. Won a World Series. Led the AL and runs five times and home runs five times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, RBI leader twice. Led him in slugging four times. By the way, if you guys have research for any project, you should ask Billy to do it. Because this dude puts together, my guy, you put together some clean ass tables like shit's all right there everything you need is right here wait i think uh, i think somebody's getting broken up with did you hear that no really he said please please don't do this to me i'm gonna open up my window a little bit Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, drama. let's fuck it fuck it let's do it yeah let's do it move the microphone close to that way okay. <laughs> i kind of want to i can't hear anything uh we'll we'll see if they go but uh, yeah, A Rod. <laughs> I, I just want to put a precursor out there that A Rod is one of the reasons that I am into baseball as much as I am. Right. Um, he's one of my I first mean, favorite impact, players. His impact on the game is undeniable. Yeah. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth all time in RBI and home runs. Eighth all time in runs. He's top ten in a couple different categories. Yeah. Total bases, extra base hits. He's a guy whose mark has been left on the game. Yeah. It's a guy who's also had his mark be stained because of the steroid use. Now, obviously, as well. Odds and Clemens. That's been a discussion for them between them and McGuire and Sosa for the past 10 years, yeah. if not yeah. longer. Alex Rodriguez is so interesting because like Bonds, all the town in the world before steroids. Unlike Bonds, confirmed to use steroids. Mm-hmm. But like Bonds, his image ruined the, the game. Right. It's a very interesting case here. Um, I, are you... Uh, now, without re- revealing if you would vote for him or not, are you right. pro A Rod in the Hall? Like, if he gets in, is there an issue there? Um, we would have to see. Depends on the percentage, kind of thing. Um, it depends on other guys. I I have you know I I think that this this just this uh this ballot as a whole is very interesting because oh, of all the steroid use, right? So. I personally, you know, I think I posted and I uh, sent to you a uh, buy or sell. If you vote for one PD user, you have to vote for all. And the results, I'm not even sure what the results were. I meant to screenshot them. But uh, so, so here, here's where I stand real quick on that. Sure, go. I don't think you, sh- you have to vote for all the PD users. Okay. Like, I will not vote for Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. That's just a personal thing. I will not do it. Why? I don't know. Why? What? What is different? I, you and I and had that's, this conversation too. Yeah. Hold on. And that's what I was getting to, though, about this ballot. Is it's so interesting because 
their numbers, you take away what they did and everything, just their numbers, this is a packed ballot. Oh, my God. Of a bunch of guys that deserve Hall of Fame by their numbers. I mean, you look at a guy like Mark Teixeira, who's got 400 home runs, he's a switch yeah. hitter. Switch hitter. He's going to get very underrepresented, yes. So, but, it, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting because how, how are you going about it? There's a lot of people who say you vote for one, you have to vote for all of them. But I don't, I don't, I, and if you don't vote for any, you can't vote for any. All or none. I don't think, I don't agree with that. I think that we should let Bonds and Clemens, who are very clearly the best steroid users at, as a hitter and a pitcher, vet best ever. And they were never even, either, con, neither of them were ever confirmed. I think Clemens was. Was he? Did he actually admit to it? Uh, no, I don't know if he ever admitted, but we'll find out. Okay. Because I remember he, Clemens was the one. He never tested positive, never flunked a drug test, never admitted steroid use, but no one believes he was clean. Coordinated of perjury, same, obstruction same of justice, and making false statements. He was acquitted of all that. Mm -hmm. Bonds was acquitted too. Yes, he was. I don't know why I thought Clemens, something came out about him saying that he did, or someone said he did. I mean, they're both Hall of Famers regardless. Like, they were Hall of Famers prior. So it, it is kind of interesting that they were, right. that they both ended up using. But uh, I, I believe that they should set the precedent. If they do not get in, this is their final year on the ballot, right? And this has been, with them, this has been 10 years mm -hmm. of the same argument. Exactly. And that, that's why I think that it, it should be determined by them whether the rest of them get in or not. And if Bonds and Clemens do get in this year, then the rest of them should have to wait a few years. None of the, I don't, like, as of right now, there's not a single hall, not a single steroid user that is going to get my first year ballot uh, vote. If Bonds and Clemens didn't get it, then why do these guys deserve it? Bonds was so much better than Poppy, Ramirez, uh, A-Rod, Sheffield, Sosa. So much better. That's the other thing. I'm seeing a lot of Sheffield votes. I'm seeing a lot of Sheffield votes. It's like, did y'all forget he used PEDs? Yes. It's everyone probably same thing with It's probably the same thing with Sosa, too. Yeah. it. You know. Imagine how Mark McGuire feels seeing Sosa getting some votes. <laughs> Be like, really, motherfuckers? Really? Well, if they all get in, then McGuire, McGuire and Canseco. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, That's totally different ballgame. Yep. Palmero. Palmero, yeah. Totally different ballgame for these guys. Exactly. And I, I agree. I think I think Bonds and Clemens should set precedent. I, agree. I think yeah. if you know, now I agree with if you agreeing gets about in, agreeing with me. Just if A-Rod clear. gets in with Bonds and Clemens, mm -hmm. so be it. Mm. Ortiz, same thing. Now, Not Ortiz is an interesting one. People for, completely overlook his steroid use and look at how charismatic he is. Well, yeah. That's charismatic he is. I, I mean, like he's I back have... in the game as long. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. But 
people overlook everything bad with yeah negative with uh tati uh, tatis whoa Tatis. i said i actually said toppy but uh poppy everybody looks overlooks everything negative with poppy because of their adoration for him right which is and you and i had this conversation (laughs) yesterday about a ballot sent you too yes yeah because i've seen a lot of people voting for poppy and he's not getting my vote it doesn't discredit what he did let's 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 just keep that clear Mm -hmm. what he did for the game of baseball is hall of fame worthy yeah he brought a legendary a legendary organization back to prominence Mm -hmm. the red sox one of the oldest organizations became relevant again Mm -hmm. because of poppy Mm -hmm. there is so much to unpack in this ballot that a rod is just the tip of the iceberg right um i mean i mean again like i like i said what is he three-time mvp 14-time all-star top 10 in in so many different categories career-wise like four Mm -hmm. or five categories but there's that massive gray cloud hanging over his head right now and not just that he was i I think the biggest thing this is this is my my two two cents on the whole a-rod steroids thing i think it's about how you represent the game as well i think it's a big part of the, the whole thing the best of the best the most elite of the elite you know these best players Best ambassadors for the game. Mm-hmm. A Rod fought tooth and nail against the suspension, as opposed to saying, "Yeah, I did it. I'm going to take the suspension." Right. And that was what the third time because of it, right? Yeah. Was the second time he tested positive, or uh, suspension? Second time, yeah. Now, <clears throat> I'll be honest. I'm more inclined to vote for a guy like Manny, who took his punishment like a man. Okay. And tried to come back. Then a guy like A-Rod who fought against against baseball uh, because would, of the way. I'm not saying this is how I vote, but no, 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 no. I'm just saying that you're slightly wrong because Manny, when he tested positive, Manny, yeah, yes, he did a little bit. He retired and he went to Japan. So it's a ball of move. It's a ball would, of move. He, he kind of just avoided I respect the, it. Uh, I kind of respect it actually. The big one. Yes, but again, he said, yeah, okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. A-Rod, tooth and nail against it. Lawyers and every this and that. It's like, come on, dragged out for so long. Right. To the point where it was, it was making headlines three weeks later when we're in the middle of the baseball season. Yeah. And the Yankees were making a play, trying to make a playoff run. Yeah. That was, what, 2014, right? Mm, yeah. The Mets were were on the rise. New, baseball in New York was focused on A Rod, yeah, not baseball. Uh, Mets were, I would say the Mets were on the rise, but Mets had hope. There was some hope there. Uh, there's always much. hope. There was some bright spots. Regardless, baseball was focused on. It's about me, 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 not the game. Yeah. Now, to use my example of Manny, Manny was very much a me, me, me guy. Yeah. But Manny was fucking hilarious. Yeah, we could say that. He was. He was quite the yeah, character. It's, yeah. Um, 
But like you said, I think the press, I agree, the precedent should be set by Bonds and Clemens. That being said, what do you think if only one of them gets in? If only Bonds or Clemens gets in? Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. It would be Bonds. It would be Bonds, yes. <laughs> if only. 100%. And then that would also go towards, uh, that would probably be because of their on-field attitude. Bonds never did anything. You right. know, Clemens was a stain on society for a little while. Clemens was a dick. I mean, just plain and simple, he was a dick. So, Again, ambassador for the game. I mean, kind of threw a bat at a Hall of Famer. Yep. And then threw at him, too. Threw at him first, didn't he? Threw at him, threw at him first, then threw the bat. In the head. But let's not, let's not overlook how petty Piazza was. Yeah, that was With cool, this, right? The story that came out recently yeah. that reportedly hey, was tipping tipping Clemens' yeah, pitches it, in the All Star game. It, it's not uh, it's not confirmed though. I, I would love to know if that's true or not. Mike will never come out and say, but oh, never, never. But it, what a great uh, that's so petty. I love it. Oh yeah, three years Hilarious. later, too, no less. It's like I know. He, Mike was waiting on that too. <laughs> Good, as he should have. But yeah, no, I mean, a lot of this ballot comes down to how you represent the game. Yeah, exactly. And guys like Teixeira, like Bobby Abreu, Andrew Jones will get so overlooked. Guys like Billy Wagner, who's actually trending upwards this year. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to get so overlooked in the grand scheme of it. Yeah. That it's it's sad. I mean, you and I we, we were just talking before we started. Jeff Kent, a guy whose numbers don't lie. Yeah. It's it's uh. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get back in the you know in person. So we don't have to worry about your lighting and shit. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Why this it's is so, so bad today? Like, look it's, how this foggy is new. Yeah. it makes it. Usually, yeah, no, no. like it's usually like. It's like I'm filming on a potato. I'm, uh, you know, it's usually like that more. Yeah, it's a little. Sometimes it's a little. Yeah, not this bad okay. though. This no, is no, bad. It's bad. It's bad. That um, might have just made it worse. It's all right. <laughs> but guys like Jeff Kent are getting so overlooked. Yeah. Let me. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm gonna throw a take out here. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you're gonna buy or sell it. If you are the greatest blank at your position, whether it's offensive second baseman, defensive first baseman, uh, you know, greatest pitch framer, whatever, whatever it may be at your position that you're mm-hmm. the greatest at, mm-hmm. do you belong in the Hall of Fame? Um, For example, Jeff Kent, greatest offensive second baseman of all time. Most home runs. Most home that. runs. Greatest I wouldn't say he's the greatest. Sec- greatest power hitting second baseman. That that may be better. Okay. Um, Mike Piazza, greatest power hitting catcher. Okay. Let's be real. Catcher. Mike's defense was left something to be desired. Yeah, but he worked well with the pitchers. It was, he did. You know. Keith Hernandez. He was a unit. Arguably one of the greatest defensive first basemen of all time. Yeah. Also a dick, but. Only to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. 
because you have a case like this where guys like Ozzy Smith, not the best hitter, definitely a showman, definitely an entertainer. I mean, career home runs the game yeah. well. How many career home runs do you have? Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. Let's do an over under here. Okay. One hundred five. You taking over or under? Way under. What do you Survey taking? says twenty-eight. I well, I knew the number. Oh, that's why. Oh, I you asking. do it? Yeah, that's why I was asking you. Oh, why'd you leave the mustache on? Because look at you. Look, good picture. My ha- I'm a handsome guy with Keith Hernandez's mustache. <laughs> and I, I edited, you know, his, his yeah, picture, my picture a little bit. Yeah, he made a smile so. a little bit. I still have the bottle signed by him. Oh yeah, I haven't opened it. I haven't opened it. But uh, twenty-eight career home runs. Jesus Christ, obviously. Are you surprised? No. But he's he's far and away though. Like, especially when he was up for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And also at a time when, you know, who was even the best fucking offensive hitter of shortstops at that time? Right. You got to look at the time period of everything. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. But Jeff Kent has a 290 batting average. Ozzy Smith's 262. Yeah, but you're talking about the greatest defensive shortstop. Right. At a time when it was more heavily regarded as a defensive position. That's fair. I, I, can, I can definitely get behind that, that it's logic. Different. I, I feel like you can't really compare Ozzy Smith to a lot of guys. Maybe Keith Hernandez. Jeff Kent has one more hit than Ozzy Smith. One. Interesting. Yeah. He's got yeah, a fuck I, ton I, more homers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Almost 350. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, don't, I, I personally don't think that they're uh, all that comparable. But 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 you get what I'm saying. Though. The, the, the point no, being, I know what you're saying. Buy or yeah. sell if you're the greatest blank at your position. Um, I think it depends. You deserve more than 30% of the vote. Yeah. 100 percent okay but i I, th- I think it depends uh yeah i mean then you talk wagner greatest lefty closer of all time yeah he's top top fucking three closer of all time really yeah i mean what in terms of closers you got he's Mariano, got the greatest Hoffman, uh... i guess lee smith and then Wagner, though. Not a Hall of Famer. But Wagner and Lee Smith are right there. Wagner, number four, is not, is the only non-Hall of Famer there. I don't know. Do you think that Lee Smith is better? I think it's totally two totally different games. Like Wagner came in pumping 102. Yeah, you know? but I, I mean, it is because there's two different generations as well. No, nah, I yeah. think Wagner's better. Yeah, I think Wagner's better. How many career saves does Wagner have off the top of your head? Do you know? 422. 422? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 56 difference. How much, What's this uh, 162 average save? 34. 32. K per nine? Which I believe is the greatest fall time for a 11.9. Yeah. Yeah, so nearly 12. Jesus Christ, it's absurd. And uh, 
At age 37, is Caper 9, by the way? Yeah. Was fucking 14.9. <laughs> yeah. At age 37. Was that his last year? No, it was with the when he was split time with the Mets in Boston. It was with uh, oh, okay. Atlanta. Oh, nine. It was an, yeah, it was an all star in 2010 Atlanta. Yep. And he, he could have kept going. He was, three ERA. He was, Dude, yeah. Oh my he was, God. You know, he could have easily kept going. But, uh, Yeah, I don't know. And he'll go in as an Astro, if anything. Yeah, obviously. Nah, I, you know, it's uh, I I I th- I think Wagner deserves a spot, um, but I uh, I don't know if I would put Lee Smith over Wagner. I have to. Little... Wagner had an ERA over two with only two team, two of the five teams he played with. Can you guess two teams? Mets and Phillies. You got one, Mets. He had 253 over his nine years with the Astros. As a Philly, he had a 186. Oh, you mean, you mean his entire, gotcha. Yeah, entire stretch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought you meant like two separate seasons. Well, oh, seasons, no, no, no. And then in Boston, a 1.98. Okay. In, thir- in 13 innings. That's it. Oh, uh, they extricated him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, actually, I'm curious. What was that trade? <laughs> for, for, for players to be named later, Chris Carter and Eddie Laura. I remember Chris Carter. He sucked. Yeah. Seriously. Not the Black Traded Chris by either. the Houston He's Astros. Better. Traded by the Houston Astros, the Phillies. For Ezekiel Astacio, Taylor Buckles, and Brandon Duckworth. Good trade. Hell of a trade for the Phillies. Anyway, they're they're back to the ballot. There's a lot of guys. One of the deepest I mean, ballots I've ever seen. Oh yeah. I I think we were saying there's like 15 to 18 guys that deserve at least a vote. I mean, I would if go as not far to as keep safe. them. Even more than that. Yeah, if not to keep them on the ballot. The super deep va- ballot. Like, there are going to be guys who deserve a shot at the hall that are going to fall off the ballot. Yeah. Guys like maybe a Mark Teixeira or... Where'd the ballot go? I had it up. Another thing that's going to be interesting to me is... Um, will the seven-year peak come into uh play a little bit more because i'm a big i'm a big fan of the seven year peak. Seven year peak. yeah you know i think that i think it's kind of bullshit to uh you know and and that'll keep a guy like prince fielder on the on the hall thing about prince or fielder come once come will help um joe nathan might even know that too nathan's a little underrated i think um mm-hmm. he might might help there are only two three or four guys who i think are going to Really fall off the ballot, deserve to fall off the ballot. Who? I see Pierzynski. Yep. Let me. Papelbon might fall off the ballot. Mm-hmm. And I think Carl Crawford. Yeah. Maybe Ryan Howard. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Burley. What kind of support he gets. Burley, I can see sticking around. Why? I don't know. I have a weird feeling he's going to stick around. 
It is a deep ballot though, so it's it's it would be tough. I don't, I don't but think I, so. I have a weird feeling at five percent. Uh, yeah, I think I, I don't even know if he'll get one percent. I interesting I, for sure. I could easily see a zero percent on Burley Crawford, Howard Pierzynski. I don't think I'll see. I don't think you'll see a zero percent on Howard. Um. Who's the one guy you think that'll surprise you with his percentages? Good or bad? Omar Vizquel. It'll be way higher than it should be. Yeah, I get that. It you were be zero. quick with that one. You were quick with that. <laughs> you were waiting for well, that. Well, yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna say him for your last question, and I was like, Wait, he sent me a thing earlier that showed the charts, and I know that he's already gotten votes so far this year. Yeah, he's gotten so, votes, but he's trending very far badly. Down. But uh, uh, for obvious reasons, for good reasons. Yes, appropriate reasons. Google it. He's a piece of again. S goes back to the whole H- ambassadors thing. I T. He is a P E D O. Um, you know who I think is going to surprise me is Jimmy Rollins. I'm seeing we're seeing a lot of love for Rollins from from guys our age. Um, it's a good thing guys our age how, vote. how voters 10, 20 years older than us will view Rollins and 09, right? 09 or 08, maybe it was. What are you asking? The MVP year when David Wright should have won it. 07, no? 07, okay. Either way, that MVP year, how heavily they'll wait, they'll count that. Um, even though it's not a legitimate MVP because it should be David Wright's. But yeah, it's I think he'll be a very interesting guy to watch. Honestly, should, hope, it should yeah. have been Albert Pujols's, but well, it's neither here nor there. And I'm hoping Todd Helton <laughs> trends upwards because that's a guy who deserves to be in the hall too. Todd Helton and uh, Scott Rowland too. Yeah. I mean, Roland's trending real. Roland, I think, is plus three right now. Okay. And and gain gain votes for public ballots. Um, it's really not that great, but I think he deserves more than that. Every little bit counts with him. I, I think I, I just think he's a little underrated. This is what fourth year on the ballot, third or fourth year. Um, I'm not sure honestly. Oh, I feel like it's more than that. Anyway. Don't forget to send us your ballots. Um, don't be that asshole who votes for no players. That's if you if you vote for no players, you will be you will not be sent a ballot by us next year. You will actually probably be blocked by whoever you send it to. Because mm-hmm. there's what one guy I, I gotta know who it is now. I gotta remember his name. It's gonna kill me. Um, Stephen. Elephant tracker. Yeah, anyway, just whoever it is, fucking. Two years in a row with no 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 voting, no mm-hmm. ballot. Yep. 
That guy. Steven Marcus. There you go. Had the right name. There you go. Steven Marcus. Uh, yeah, fuck you. F you. Let, let, no, fuck him. Nope, F you. The last guy he voted for was Derek Jeter. That was the only guy on the ballot. Mm-hmm. I would love to see his, his voting history. He should not get a ballot. He should not. I think that if you you can't you can't even fucking uh you know how how can you vote with zero players? You can't Rollins in his fifth year, by the way. That's it. Wow. Um you got a privilege to you, vote for this. You you can't justify not voting for anyone, in my opinion. Especially on a ballot like this. That's so deep. This is a different ballot, though. Like, but like, come on. If like, if, if, not, if, it, if it's a steroid thing for this ballot, fine. Fine, but then, then you, you vote for Tim Lincecum. Eh. You vote for Andrew Jones, Todd Helton, Tim Hudson, even who's gotten a couple of votes so far. Scott Rowland, Roll Wagner, exactly. Kent, yeah, Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu has, according to 49 public ballots, Bobby Abreu has nine votes. Underrepresented. Incredibly. Um, a, a lot of people, uh, it, there's a poor misconception when it comes to him, though, I think, because because of the time that he did play. If he played in today's day, I mean, he had, I think he has a career 395 on base percentage. It's just around 400. No, no, Abreu. And sure, you know, he wasn't a great defender or anything, but, you know, he's, you know, according to today's 395. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Um, Slow 475, by the way. Yeah, according to today's metrics, that's a fantastic player with a guy who 400 career stolen bases, right? Yep, yep. 400. So, and almost 300 home runs. Exactly. 288. Yep. Bobby Abreu so, should be a Hall of Famer. Un, under uh, Underrated. Two-time uh, All-Star, Gold Glover, Silver Slugger. Uh, it's said only two All-Stars. Yeah, it, it's, it was tough, though, because remember, he was in the outfield. I know. Where you had... Vlad Jr., you had all these outfielders. Vlad Sr. Vlad Sr., wow. I'm so, wow, yeah. Vlad Sr. Griffey for a while, too, in the NL. I mean. No, I know. I know what you're saying. It's tough. I agree. But. That Bobby was a good said, player. Yeah. Very good player. I got nothing else. I'm ready to uh, start making uh arguments for guys on the, the next episode yeah yeah how are you? you got anything else you want to talk about no i mean uh, i, I kind of want to go over the ballot here real quick uh public ones the public ones all right so this guy this guy i want to tell you who would get in based on the, the current public ballots mm-hmm. clemens and bonds with 40 votes each by the way 49 ballots are published into the tracker so far and what what percentage is that is total 76.9 so 40 out of 49 ballots no 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 wait what there are 49 ballots that are public right now 
I know, no, no, I know. I'm saying how many total ballots are there? Uh, what percent of ballots, of ballots no, are public? 13. Just only 13% are public? Estimated ballots are about 30, 392, sorry. Okay, there you go. That's my question. Yes. You got it. So, through about 13% of the ballots, approximately. Barry Bonds would get in, Roger Collins would get in with a 76% vote or 76.9. David Ortiz would get in on the first ballot at 84.6%. And Scott Rowland would get in at exact 75%. So Alex Rodriguez Rodriguez once again, getting, sorry, just quickly. Bonds and Clemens, 76.9. Mm-hmm. Ortiz, 84.6. Okay. Roland, 75 flat. Okay. That would be the class as of right now. Right. A-Rod, 48.1. Which would be a very strong showing given everything surrounding him. Yeah. Yeah, what, what were Bonds and Clemens? Weren't they down in the 30s? Yeah. On their first ballot. Maybe even been in the 20s, but I think it was 30s. I think it was like One of my favorite parts about the ones currently, Andrew Jones at 51.9 and Billy Wagner at 53.8. What were they previously? Do you know? I'm just saying this is ba- uh, currently based on the No, I know, record. I know. I'm, I'm asking uh, you. Wagner, know they, I think, was some previous percentages. 51, and Jones was down in like the 30s. Because I would imagine that, that, yeah, yeah, go on. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Jeff oh, Cat no. 25%. Okay. Helton at 55.8. Those are really the big ones. Um, so, yeah. You can keep an eye on the, on the ballots that come in uh, through at yeah. not Mr. Tibbs, N-O-T-M-R-T-I-B-B-S. I'll give him yeah. a shout out because he's one of my favorite followers this time of year. Um. I mean, we send ballots back and forth to each other nonstop in the group chat. And we'll reveal hours down the road. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to listen to On the Power Play and From the Tips. Check those guys out. Obviously, On the Power Play, they have tons to talk about with the COVID pause. Players not going to the Olympics, they got tons to talk about. Um, and From the Tips, Tiger was back in action. I don't know if you saw that. And the son Charlie is a fucking G. Oh my yes, god, that kid fucking snipes. Oh yeah. He's got more more golf town on his pinky than I'll ever have. Well, hope so. Yeah, me too. Um yeah, so check it out. Don't forget to buy a hat, buy some merch. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Take a Pitch. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it on audio only. If you haven't watched it, go watch it on YouTube. And stop being so goddamn smelly. Soapazon.com, promo code TAP for 15% off. It's a fucking soap. There you go. That's a great Christmas gift. Subtle. Smells nice. Get some fucking baseball soap. Again, promo code TAP, T-A-P, Soapazon.com. Go get it now. No, it's TAP. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, tap. Just tap. Just tap. Go get some baseball soap. Um, and I want to give a quick shout out to on Instagram, Art Spartan One. Dude yeah. does spin art stuff. If you want custom spin art, I don't think he's taking orders right now. He's so backed up. Um. Oh, dude, dude's so backed up. The orders. Oh, I'm sure. 
I got a nice little gift from him and uh, was able to give a Christmas gift a little early this year. As we got, I got a custom take a pitch spin art, which looks really sick. And hopefully we'll be able to studio for you guys to see when we get back in person. That being okay. said, have a Merry Christmas. Hopefully everybody's staying healthy. Go stream our shit. Buy some merch. Yep. And send us a ballot. There and you go. We'll see you soon. There you go. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. God bless. Peace. Yee, yee, yee. Love you.